descent and descent with modifications. Two ideas that are unbelievably powerful, if understood, make business and client acquisition 10 times easier. Common descent and descent with modification. You probably don't know what those words are and what they mean. If you do, Brownie Intelligence points to you, but they're a very core part of my paradigm, specifically my client acquisition paradigm. And I've used these two ideas to build client acquisition systems that have helped me sign well over 700 B2B high ticket clients at this point, which is pretty fun. My name's Charlie. I've built and scaled two companies, uh, Northflow Consulting, which was a marketing agency. We scaled it to seven figures and sold it. And then we've got Imperium Agency, which is a coaching business that helps people acquire clients. It's a multi seven figure coaching business and we help people systemize client acquisition. Now, the whole purpose of this YouTube channel is to make client acquisition easy for people because everyone finds it hard and it is easy if you have the right mental models. And two of those mental models are common descent and descent with modification. So these are two principles that we can borrow from evolutionary biology to explain client acquisition. I'm going to explain them and then I'll explain how they apply to client acquisition. Descent with modification is the idea that all living things reproduce organisms or reproduce offspring, right? So all organisms produce offspring and the offspring is slightly different in appearance or trait value to the organism that produced it. So if you imagine you've got, <clears throat> I don't know, for our and say you've got two giraffes you've got giraffe woman giraffe male giraffe they reproduce to produce a baby giraffe and that baby giraffe will be slightly different to its parents it won't have exactly the same like spots on its skin its neck might be slightly longer when it was shorter when it grows up it might have like slightly further eyesight there will be different random traits that determine that baby giraffe's appearance and how it works. Now you might be wondering, Charlie, what the fuck, how does a baby giraffe's neck length apply to client acquisition? But if you bear with me, I promise I'll explain how it works and it'll just, you'll see it in a different way. So common descent is the premise that through descent with modification, every single living thing, every single species that currently exists from the ducks in my garden, which you, I can see out there now, to me as a human, to a butterfly that I've just seen flying across, every living species and thing has descended from a common ancestor over millions of years, maybe even more than that, over millions of years with like many generations, if that makes sense, and lots of time. So the whole premise is common ancestor that everything shares, which is essentially just slime coming out of the ocean, right? The first living thing, supposedly, through theory. And through descent with modification, that slime would effectively reproduce in whatever way possible and produce a different type of slime that had slightly different traits that gave it a different appearance or um, adaptability to the environment. And just through like thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions, if not more than that, of variations and over generations random variations would produce eventually what is today all life on earth in all of its glorious forms why this applies to client acquisition so variation is the key to adaptability because like nature is very intelligent nature is always testing organisms and species and nature knows that if two giraffes produce a giraffe that look identical to, the, to its parents then it's makes the species more susceptible to like this um, extinction Right. So if you're wondering, like, how does a species not go extinct? It's by having a nice wide array and a deep, a deep variety of traits and adaptabilities to the environment that make it inconducive to susceptibility to um, extinction. Right. So all sounds very complicated. All sounds very weird. But I promise I'm going somewhere with this specific to client acquisition. What produces traits? Something that produces a trait is called a genotype. So a trait is something about an organism, a characteristic or a quality that distinguishes it and makes it either 
fit or for survival or unfit for survival. So if you think about a giraffe, like a long neck means it's fit for survival, a short neck means it's not fit for survival. The trait of neck length in giraffes is determined by what's called a genotype, which is the makeup of DNA code that basically determines the length of the neck, if that makes sense. We know how DNA works, it's pretty simple. Like if you have blue eyes or brown eyes, like you're gonna have different genes for different colors of eyes. Here's where it gets cool. Right, that's the biology lesson over. Client acquisition. When you build a client acquisition system, you have a set of variables or a string of DNA. And that DNA will produce traits, which will produce fitness, essentially. So what this means is when you write a piece of email copy, right, you've got really like three traits, right, or three different components that would create a trait. They're like variables, like DNA strings. The first section of the DNA string would be the subject line. The second section of the DNA string would be the body copy. And the third section of the DNA string would be the, the signature and the call to action at the bottom. So when you combine a subject line, body copy, and call to action and footer, you have a cold email, or at least you have a cold email from the perspective of the tangible asset that you would expose or deploy to your prospects to elicit an action that would make them a client. So we have the three things that create a cold email. Where it gets kind of cool is what you can do is you can observe how nature deals with organisms to test them against the environment to see if they're fit for survival. So if we go back to the giraffe, we know that a giraffe with a longer neck is more able to reach food, which means it's more likely to grow into a strong, healthy adult, which means it's more likely to reproduce and basically produce offspring. And that offspring, right, is basically like going to be representative of the previous giraffe because the trait of neck length is hereditary, which means like it's a heritable trait, right? Which means that it will be passed on to the to the offspring. How this applies to cold email is if you find a winning combination of variables that produce a trait that is conducive to winning, like a cold email winning. So specifically, if you have a subject line, body copy, a call to action and signature that produces a response, then you have fitness. As we remember in evolution, describes an organism's ability to survive and reproduce. A piece of cold email copy that has fitness basically means it gets clients, it gets responses, and it's adapted to its environment, which means that it serves its function and it's surviving. When you take a piece of cold email copy, if it survives the test, of producing responses, what we can start doing is we can look at its genotype, right? So we can start looking at the subject line and the body copy and the signature and the call to action and observe that these three variables are basically the DNA code of the cold email. And if that cold email is performing, then we can extrapolate that DNA code out of that cold email and plug it into another thing like an ad. And this is what nature does and how nature scales things. It will take like, you know, a couple of organisms and then chuck random predators and temperatures at them and different environmental factors. And those that survive are the ones that get to reproduce. It's no different from client acquisition, whereby you can craft and create assets like cold emails or ads, cold call scripts or sales scripts or any sort of like cold message or whatever it might be, or YouTube video, for example. And if that works, if it produces results, it is fit for survival in its environment, determined by its ability to produce results. And it can then be basically taken and spliced. Splicing is a term in genetic engineering where you take a piece of DNA, like a segment of the DNA, and you splice it into another organism. And this is like called artificial selection in farming. It's where like a lot of modern day domestic vegetables that we eat, they all came from the same like coastal plant in the UK. The south south coast of the UK produced, they, over time, they artificially selected the genes that made that thing like edible and mutated them and you know, artificially change them so that they can produce all these vegetables. How it works in client acquisition is no different. You have 
a string of DNA that's working and producing results, you can take that DNA and then you have this, this, this proof of concept for environment. So you operate in an environment as a business, which is your niche and the market that you currently exist in. And when you have a string of DNA that produces results through cold email in that environment, you know that string of DNA will also work with other vehicles of deployment, like cold calling, cold messaging ads. So if you find a message that works on a cold email, or if, if you have a cold call script that works really well, you can take the DNA from those individual components that contain these genetic variables, these genotypes, and extrapolate them into other vehicles of deployment and send them off to your niche. And you'll find that there's a fractal pattern between what works in one area of your niche and another area of your niche. And it's a, it's a very long way of basically saying that if something works in one area, it will probably work in another area. And what you can then start doing is you can you can start producing your own cold email or cold calling or add offspring, right? And you can start having this artificial selection of um, organisms that you'll control. You can play God. What this means is let's say you have one piece of email copy that's winning and another piece of email copy that's winning. And they're both doing really well with their individual genotypes. One's got a different subject line to the other. One's got a different piece of body copy to the other. And one's got a different footer and call to action to the other, right? If they're both working, then what you can do is you could, you could potentially take both of them and combine them together like this and manipulate the genotypes and be like, well, okay, so this is working really well and this is working really well. What happens if I take this subject line and put it over here so we have some offspring, right? And then you can start to experience random gen like genetic mutations of stimuli that you use to get clients. And then over time, you can create this sort of like mega species, right? Where you've gone through so many iterations of email copy that you eventually have something that works so well. And that's just the scientific method. And that's just iterative improvement of, you know, like gradual improvement of anything. And that's how nature works. It's like, you have to see like, when you write some cold email copy or when you write a cold call script or when you write an ad, you shouldn't be married to whether or not it's going to work. You should basically be trying to like test it. It's like, okay, I've got this, I've got these three variables that I'm stringing together and I'm going to package them and put them in front of my, of my client or my potential prospect. And if it gets no responses, then it means that those three strings of DNA are not fit for survival and they do not produce desirable traits that the environment rewards so they cannot reproduce and like and that's that so we just cut them off and we produce three new ones and then we test those and that's all client acquisition is it's testing genotypes it's it's acting as if we are god and the market is the environment and we take our dna specifically like the three components that make up our stimulus and we wrap them up and we send them off to the market and see if they survive and if they survive we keep doing them and we keep doing it until we get like three or four that all survive and then we start combining them and putting them together to produce offspring and random mutations of the organism so that we cannot go extinct. It's a very weird principle. And if you stuck with me to the end of the video, I commend you and applaud you because it's kind of hard to articulate. Well, it's very hard to articulate how this stuff works. And I've probably lost you at a couple of points throughout the video. But this is how I see client acquisition through the lens of biology, science and evolutionary principles. It, it makes everything very easy and clear. And it just basically means that all client acquisition is, is just iteration. So if you imagine that you're here and where you want to be is here. So here you have no clients and here you want 100 clients. The only thing that stands in the way between here and here is lots of iterations and generations of like evolutionary development, if that makes sense. And if you can see the world like that, then you realize that it's just a matter of time, iteration and rationality, and you will eventually test your way to success. And if you can think like that, you'll win. See you later. Have a good day.